This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day. The outcomes of new research into bribery fly somewhat in the face of previous findings, according to Professor Raghavendra Rao and two Hong Kong-based colleagues. They've analysed over 160 prominent bribery cases involving more than 100 publicly listed firms across 20 stock markets who reportedly bribed government officials in 52 countries between 1971 and 2007. Various factors are taken into account, including the rank of politicians bribed, as well as bribe-paying and bribe-taking country characteristics, plus the benefits that firms receive from bribery. But a clear finding, Professor Rao reports, is that less profitable firms pay larger bribes, but do not receive greater benefits. So what's the point of a bribe in the first place? That's a very good question. But the results are actually a little more nuanced than that. It's not that uh, the least efficient firms bribe the most and get little benefits. It depends on who they're bribing. So if they bribe a lower-level official, for example, they do get some benefits. In fact, on average, the benefit you get from paying a bribe is about $7 for every dollar of bribe you pay. But those benefits disappear the higher up the ladder you go. So if you bribe a head of state, for example, the benefits are pretty much close to zero. Now then the question becomes, okay, why not just pick a lower level guy to bribe? Why do you have to go to the head of state? Well, the lower level person also gives you a lower probability of winning the contract. 